tonight we're going to talk about just a conversation. In the midst of night, you have none other than Minister Amon, Brother Matthew, and Minister Hayden. Don't forget to hop on over to our YouTube page for just a conversation. Don't forget to subscribe. Also, when you're coming in, don't forget to share this program out. Man, it's been an awesome week, awesome day. Man, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Excuse me? You are cleaning that on camera. Yes, ma'am. Every week, bro. Read it. I wonder if you're in the same building with us, but. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's coming up towards Christmas, it's coming up towards the end of the year. Mm. Man, huh? so a lot of people gonna make some New Year's resolutions. Resolutions. <laughs> I hope they stick to it. Matthew, what's your New Year's resolution? I don't believe in that. Really? Yeah. What you believe in? I believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he is my savior. He came to uh, bless y'all. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen, brother. Amen. I'm with I you on that one. That. I believe in Jesus yes, too. Sir. Um I don't know, man. It's 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 just a lot of stuff going through my head right now. And you know, um some one of the things we're gonna talk about tonight is um I know you know in, in, in Paul, you know, which is a great writer. You know, he, he said, listen, he was praying to God. You know, he prayed to God three times. And he mm -hmm. said, Lord, can you please take this thorn away from my flesh? Mm -hmm. And the Lord is like, listen, man, I hear you. I understand what you're saying, Paul, but guess what? My grace is sufficient for yeah. you. And, you know, it's it's, it's, it's just a, a clip that was going around, you know, that I got. Well, actually, someone sent it to me. And then... um. You know, I put it out, you know, to you guys, so you guys could have seen it. And I thought I was watching a movie for a second. You know, I wanted it to be like, yo, something ain't right here. You know, I was like, I was getting like, like nervous. Like, what's going on? Is this like really happening? Like, is this really true? Is this really? It kind of reminded me of that um, Rapture movie. Like, oh, this person uh, is real. And then like a few days later, you see the ones who are called up and then the ones who stayed back. Like, oh, man. The one that, the part that got me that movie is when the, the girl was hugging her brother, and he just like disappeared. <laughs> That's crazy right there. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, it's like, the person just got tested, and it's like, uh, all the years of good that I've done for this wrong, I'm still here. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. That's hilarious. Wow, that was sad, bro. You think so? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was sad, man. She was just holding her little brother, hugging him. Yeah, that was like a. I mean, I, I don't. But that's like to me. That was like giving like a real, like a realistic of what's feel of what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, like the pilot's flying the plane and the pilot's gone. You know. No, but it's sad, bro. Think about it. If you hug someone, that's like an act of affection, right? Mm -hmm. So during an act of affection, he's gone. He's going, and you're there. Yeah, that's sad, bro. That that, 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 let, that lets you know that our righteousness really is like filthy rags. Like mm -hmm. what we think that we get props for and what we think that we doing good for, God might look at us like that's not right and no wrong that you've done in the past. Or right. you know what I'm saying? Or how you feel to certain people. Yeah, it's wrong, but it's like my sense of humor is kind of weird. So I'm not saying your sense of humor is wrong. I'm just saying in in the way I looked at it, it was sad. You could hug your brother and have affection for your brother, but you could hate someone else's guts. Mm. And because of that, you not going to heaven. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's that's sad. That's sad. That's interesting. But that, this is factual. If you think about it, you know because it is. 
you know, like say for instance, the rapture come, we all could be sitting here and we don't know. You know, somebody just just like that, they're gone. And you just see their clothes left behind. God's grace is sufficient. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's God's goodness. grace is sufficient. You know, but um man, that, that clip though, it it, it kind of like touched me in a way, like, you know, where I'm just looking at like, like, you know, even us as ministers, you know, as 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 people that holds a position in the church, mm. you know, we have to, you know, check our emotions. We have to check and like you all know all the time. Check ourselves. Yeah, all the you time. You know, because like after like after seeing this clip, it kinda like really like I mean, I've been like woke up, my eyes been open, you know, for a minute now, but it just like makes you wanna, you know, like the song says, search me, oh Lord, and know my thoughts, I pray. Mm. You know, and you just want the Lord to search you and be like, yo, what's going on here? What's the deal here? You know, because sometimes you just don't understand, like, why do people act the way they act? Mm. You know, if you say that, you know, you're a man of God and you're a woman of God, or if you say that, listen, like, you know, I'm I'm a new creature. You know, if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, then guess what? We should, everything should bust us should be new. Mm. You know, we should understand when Paul was saying, listen, you have to die daily. Yeah. What that mean? Yeah. We have to die to a lot of stuff. We have to die to a lot of things. Yeah. And part of it that we have to die to as a, as a leader is your emotions, bro. Yeah. Like your emotions can get you some serious trouble and make you say stuff you're not supposed to say, make you act some ways that you're not supposed to act. And you know, it's um it's just a sad situation. You know, I remember a while back I was watching a, a thing on Facebook where the bishop was over a church and he like went to the church dressed like a like pretty much a like a bum. Yeah, yeah, like a homeless favorite. person. Yeah, just true. to see how his church would welcome someone like that. Yeah. And it's a shame that he had to go to that that level, you know, just to see where his church is at or how his church is, is functioning. I don't you know, think too. It's a shame. I think it's necessary. Why would that be necessary? If you preach a certain, if you're preaching this um doctrine, and it's like you're teaching, you want to make sure that they're actually living, they're living that lifestyle. I understand that. So it's like sometimes you're gonna, yeah. So you test. have to do a test like that. Yeah, test. Mm. It's like, are you willing? Are you really for Christ, or are you just there for show? Why, why you think we go through the situation that we do now? It's like, guys, testing us like, oh, all right. You say you from me. It's like, prove it. That's true. I mean, yeah. I agree with that, you know, to an extent. But I don't believe, like, you know, if you if you are a changed person, if you're a man of God, you know, if you have your church set to a certain standard, I don't think that standard should fall regardless. And when you put people in order or put people in charge of certain areas, they should have that spirit of you. Just like with Moses, you know, the Lord is like, listen, <laughs> Find you 70 men, and mm. I'm gonna put your spirit in them. Mm. You know, so if the 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 pastor, you know, or or the leader of that ministry, you know, is 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 pretty much have a good spirit and they have a, a decent spirit, or you know, a godly spirit. <laughs> you know, I said decent spirit. <laughs> but if you have a godly spirit, then you shouldn't have to, you know, have tests like that or do anything like that. You know, but I do understand what you're saying. Like sometimes you have to like, you know, do stuff like that to understand like where people stand or to see where they really you know, where they really are, you know, do they really believe in, 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 in the whole death, burial and resurrection, mm. you know? So I understand what you're saying at that point, but, um, I mean, but if you look at it, like the Lord could have been showing like Moses, like mm. how he's really leading the people. Right. And how the people is really, you know, following after Moses, mm. which where Moses was given a command and the reason why, like Brother Matthew was saying earlier, the reason why he couldn't enter into the promised land is because he didn't obey the command of God. Mm. And God had to show him, you know, you you kind of like really messed up when I gave you an open command in front of everybody mm -hmm. and you didn't 
listen to the command in front of everybody and now they regard you as a god like you could just do things on your own now and i can't allow you to keep on going on this way i can't i can't allow you to go any further wow yeah that's true but um yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a clip you know that we have and you know we're gonna let you hear it you know we're gonna let you hear the the whole process. We're going to let you hear from start to beginning. I mean, from beginning to ending. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. Only one person. What? Hey, sit down. Sit down. What are you What are you coming up here to do? You want You want to come take over the service? Huh? What What do you want? What? Get out of here. No, you can't. No, you, you get out of here. Get him out of here. Drag this bozo out. Pull him out. Hey, help him out. Get him out. And you know what? Anybody wants to come up here and take over the service? We'll throw you out of here, buddy. This church is not a free-for-all. This isn't an open mic. This isn't a karaoke bar. Okay? I'm the man of God here. I meet the qualifications. I run this church. And if you don't like it, then get out. And I don't care if 90% of people get up and walk out or 50% of people walk out. I don't care. Who agrees with me that we don't want these people in our church? We want them gone. Gone. Get them out. Three persons. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, just just even hearing it, just like You're the man of God, just right? cringe my cringe my spirit. You know, it just made me just like you know the thing that all right. Let's start from start to beginning. So you know, it's just like if if anything in the service is going on, just to, just to paint a picture. You know, the pastor's up there ministering. Someone got up, you know, because they just want to pray. You know, and they're walking up there, and the pastor's like, "Listen, where are you going? Like, this is my church. This is my church. You know, sit down." <laughs> and the dude is like, "Can I have some grace?" Yeah. But what are we living by, bro? It's his grace and his mercy. You know, it's because it's really because his grace and his mercy while we're, but he while just we're here. He said it himself. It's his church. But it's not his church, it's God's church. He's saying that they live in because of his, it's they in his church. But to me, that's when that's when your emotions get the best of you. When you act when you act that kind of way, when you do when you say stuff like that, or you know, um imagine if God, you know, just like just, oh my God, bro. <laughs> It just like, it just baffles my mind like somebody could just really in front of uh, in front of your congregation and not only that that's supposed to show you that the spirit of him is all over the congregation yeah because when he said how many people agree with me yeah you know that we don't want people like this in our church raise your hand and eighty percent of the church raised their hand well do you think they were kind of intimidated in doing no. so no you, no intimidated by who with that voice come, come on. on bro yeah <laughs> because crazy. my point my point yeah. here is if if the whole direction mm -hmm. of the church is going one way mm -hmm. and you don't go that direction of the church. What do you think happens to you next? You get put you out leave. too. Okay. Well, I so, mean, he said it. If you don't agree with him, then just get up and walk out. He said you can leave. Yeah. He did say so, that. So doesn't that kind of put a little bit of pressure on you? No. No. Say, say, for instance, you, I'm just saying, say, for instance, say, for instance, mm -hmm. you've been a part of that congregation. You've been... Friends. So he's trying to say you become subtle with it. You be, you come one with that the whole vibe and everything. You 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 might yeah. You, it's like being in a toxic well, relationship. You yeah you you might become you might become almost like um you mo you might almost become how do I want to say your loyalty might be on the line if you don't agree with everyone else. It's almost like peer pressure. Why don't you think he gave them an ultimatum when he said if you don't agree, just get up and walk out? 
I feel like yeah, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of people not gonna agree with me with this, mm. but as a man, if you see that nine times out of ten, I don't really think that's gonna walk out. To me, it's just like I mean, like I mean, um, being in the world, you know, when you're a world person and. You know, when you're looking at church, you're looking at a church to be somewhere where you could go for like, you know, if you need a doctor, you go there for your for the hospital, for people to pray for you, you know, to get you out of some situation that you're in. It's supposed to be like a comforting place for you to go. So when you're in a, when you have somebody like that, you know, that's where like people are seeing these kind of things because these stuff go viral and it goes viral real quick. Yeah. But the thing about it is that people are not showing like the churches that's actually functioning in the right way. But as soon as the negative thing comes around, they quick to show that and put that out there, you know. And then everyone grabs a hold of this, and 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 before you quit, man, this thing has like, like five point something million views. But here's the thing: most church, um, most, regardless of it being in church, the thing that people gravitate to is always going to be negative. negative. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but regardless whether it's whether whether we feel it's negative or positive. I just appreciate seeing the facts. Like, like that's what cameras are for. Like yeah. Rodney King existed yeah, before Rodney King. Yeah. But it took us cameras to see it. And and, and this is the thing. I'm not going every there's there's good and there's bad that happens in churches. The good is showing, I believe good is showing too. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you know what I'm saying, bad is showing. But the, the thing about it is, is as long as I see the truth, I'm okay with that. Whether it's good or bad. Mm. As long as I see what's going on, I'm okay with that. Right, so with this whole video, how you felt? How you felt about it? I, I, I honestly, honestly, I feel like, you know, it could have been handled different ways. I feel like, you know, certain spirits did come up and certain spirits were evoked. Mm-hmm. What just, just what's in my head was, and this is my like almost lasting impression of it. Like, be careful to entertain strangers because you never know. It could be angels on the way. So that man could have been Jesus. Jesus could have been in that man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's 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 the real the concerning part on me. But you, you know, you know something that I don't mean to cut you. You know something that really got me is like, even though like the 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 pastor was so aggressive and so oh, and so full of anger, mm-hmm. you know, and he was he had all this coming out, the man was still humble. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, listen, I just want to pray. That's what I'm saying. You know, and then oh, even with all of that, he was like, even though he said he just want to pray, and the pastor was like, no, man, get out of here. He's uh-huh. like, listen, yeah. just can I get some grace? He was still humble. Yeah. So you don't know like what you were facing. You don't know who you was facing right there. You're right. Be careful yeah. how you entertain strangers, yeah. young strangers, because many of us have entertained angels unaware. And that could have definitely been an angel. Yeah. Because he was so humble. He didn't retaliate. He didn't, you know, argue back, fight back. He didn't do nothing. He didn't say nothing. He just sat there to say, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna be humble. I'm gonna chill. You know, and I'm just gonna just, you know, boom, just just okay, you want me to leave? I'm gonna leave. But the, the other part that I didn't like is like you can hear people like 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 scruffling and they're like, no, 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 let him walk out of there. So it's like pretty much they're forcing him out of there. Yeah. You know, and I mean, honestly, like, believe it or not, like if I go to a ministry. And you put your hands on me, we're gonna have some serious issues. <laughs> because I didn't touch first of all, he didn't touch anybody. All he was trying to do is go to what's the altar is there for? The altar is there for people to go and pray. Yeah. That's definitely what the altar is there for. You know, so if somebody wants to get up, I've seen people all the time get up, the conviction of God hit them. If you're preaching the message mm-hmm. and somebody gets up to, to go pray, that means they're they've been convicted. Something about your message has hit them and they want to go pray. So what's wrong with that? Somebody want to go go to the altar and pray. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I just say I, we just have to be very careful about how we discern the contents of what happens because I done seen some people mm. get up there and hit Crazy. their hit, hit their knees mm. and I don't know who they praying to. 
Honestly, man, I done seen some people get up there and I don't know what spirit they they functioning in. And I done seen a whole bunch of discord going forth. And I seen a whole bunch of things like like the man says, what are you trying to come up here and take over the service? Like he could have been discerning that as a demon or, a, a, or some kind of entity. I'm not trying to cut you off, but if y'all don't realize it, the altar is both a place of um of a place of safe um safety, but it's also a battleground. So it's like it's also what a, a it's a battleground because okay. it's like you deal with everything there. It's true. What you're saying is very true. What you're saying is very true. But here's a lovely thing, right? Yes, folks, and while you're enjoying this podcast, I want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you today by none other than Ricketts Technology. They're a website design company, and right now they also do mobile applications. And yes, they build for free, normally a $5,000 value. Why you mentioned this podcast today, which is just a conversation, the value is free, no charge for the initial development of your mobile application, and the offer is value on a minimum 24-month subscription only. You can schedule a consultation at 954-534-1292. That's 954-534-1292. And if you're in the Jamaican area, it's 876-449-1102. That's 876-449-1102. Or you can go on request at rickettstech.com or www.rickettstech.com. So yeah, while you're enjoying this program, don't forget that this podcast is brought to you by Rick. Ricketts Technology. And don't forget while you're on there, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this program out. Bless someone, right. teach someone, help someone. He's coming light up the room. He's like, nah, this time I'm coming with my arm. Um, like a million bucks. Oh my, I ain't gonna call it entourage. It's my arm. Um, my prayer warrior. Yes, exactly. Oh God, I don't know about all that, but. You're all numbered. You're all numbered right now, so yeah, you want to like, hey. you know, calm down with that she one. She's standing in the paint, standing in the paint. She go hard in the paint. Everybody here married, right? Yeah, so yeah. No. No. No, let's get out right. Uh-oh. No. Near marriage. God understands my heart, so it's like... And he gives you grace. He gave me grace. Oh, and more grace. I asked for grace upon grace upon patience and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, um, for those who are tuning in, you know, it's just a, it's, it's a clip that we, you know, we got somebody sent to me. And, you know, we're, you know, actually talking about that tonight is where, you know, someone was in the, walked into the ministry and um, they could have been sitting in there for a while, you know, the pastor was ministering. And they walked up, you know, and they're trying to like, the pastor's like, what do you want? What are you doing? And he's like, listen, I just want to pray. And then he's like, no, get this guy out of here. You know, and the guy's like, can I get some grace? And, you know, when you think about grace, you know, grace is a, it's a, it's, it's just love, bro. You know, when you think about grace, when somebody have grace, you know, somebody, especially like when you think about like, say for instance, like me and, me and Minister Amon is at war. Mm. And I have like all the tools, you know, to take him out. And mm. I say, you know what? I'm gonna be gracious enough and just let him live. Yeah. That's pretty much what grace is. It is, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mercy. Grace is yeah, mercy. So you know why so, do you why do you think the pastor did that? Is he a, somebody is he a I just think he had a I just think he had a power ego, a power trip going on because yeah, he was like he heard this it is in my church. voice, my yeah, you could hear his voice, like he was just like very like what you call it vulgar. Yeah. That's how they say in the islands, it's being very vulgar, you know, and he just you know, the Bible says, we'll be unto you pastors that lead my sheep astray. You know, so he has a lot to account for, you know. At, at the but end do of- you do you feel like a pastor should at any time 
be able to step in and take control of the congregation or maybe the service if something awry is going on. Like one time we had a, a woman just Not attack like the pastor during the whole congregation. Yeah, yeah. it was a demon spirit, she of course. Attack, she, didn't, she wanted to go up there, but she never. It was a demon before. spirit, of course. Yeah, it was demon spirit. And the way the way the apostles seen it was it, it was it was like Lucifer his very self coming for him, mm. and he had to he had and he had to he had to you know address the situation. Now sometimes there are some situations where I've seen people in the service acting up. And I've seen the apostle choose not to address it right then and there. Exactly. Because everything has to be done in decency and, and in order. order. Correct. Exactly. My so thing that. is, how I look at it is, if you're not in your Bible, praying, keeping yourself steadfast, situation like this will affect you because the, the, you are, you're always fight, fighting the, um, you know, the man side of you. Um, the flesh. The flesh. Mm-hmm. So it's like if if you aren't um, keeping yourself actively um, building up the word inside of you, situation like this, yourself, the self side of you will come out. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's God coming up there. It's you, you know it's unprecedented. So it's like you you either handled it with the word. Or you handle it with the flesh, mm-hmm. and he handled it with the flesh. Think about, well, think, think about the guy that said, "Um, the guy in Jamaica, mm-hmm. hold your position." Yeah. Okay, but now, but now, now, with that being said, now, and I, and I need you guys to understand this. With this being said, right, mm-hmm. in any organization, do you just have a free right? To the boss, to the don, to the CEO. No. So but don't he, you think that? Don't you think that there should have been protocol set in the middle of that pastor having to come down and handle it that way? But I he feel like with it with more tact. What? But what I'm saying is, don't you think? What I'm saying is, don't you think that there should have been protocol in the middle? Don't you think that maybe a deacon should have been there, a mm-hmm. usher should have been there, maybe somebody else should have been there so that the the the, the, the preacher didn't have to come down like that? Well, yeah, well, he, I think was, he, he was already so yeah, close. Yeah. Already. He was too close already. He was already because right there. Like, even, oh, even before so, the, even before the guy even became came in the frame, you know, he was already saying, "What what are you doing?" Like I guess when the person got up and just started walking, he's like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. So when yeah, did you, when did you I, give anybody time to even like address that? I mean. That's that's in the Bible where you had a circle of men around Saul, but he didn't and then you had Abner right next to Saul, mm-hmm. and David snuck in with his man and took the cruise of water and the javelin. And when he took it and went across to the other side, he says, look, Abner, you should lose your life mm-hmm. because you should have been right there defending the man. So the point being is, the point being is, even though Saul was slipping, he still should have had somebody righteous. Like yeah. holding his back, he should still he still should have had so, a right, so you sure. believe like armor okay, bearer. If, if like say like armor bearers back in the days, like when you read about them in the Bible, there were the people that went at the beginning of the war. That's your bodyguard. You know, they were the ones that were fighting. Yeah, you know, and you know, it's just like even like this morning, you know, um, Apostle said something in the prayer line. Like I said the same thing. Like you should be like the last line of defense. You know, it's like you got so many people. That's for real. That's that's in like the circle right here that somebody could have reached out to. You know, before they even got to you. You know, so you are right when you say that. So, you know, when you go to like some churches and you see like men standing up there, you know, when the pastor is preaching, a lot of people might look at it like, oh, why are they doing this? Or why do you need a bodyguard? You should have a discerning spirit. But it's for situations like that. Mm-hmm. You're covering, you covering the apostle. Yeah. you covering. Uh, what's this guy's name? Benny Hunt? Ben Hunt? Benny Hunt? Benny Hunt? Yeah. Yeah. When he came up by the airport, he had like a security team and all these guys look like ex 
Secret Service. But anybody, any, anybody, anybody that's um, even when you watch um, The Partners House, T.D. Jakes, he has guys standing all around, and they're all like like security team or whatever you want to call them, really. And but they're all standing right there, you know. And I mean, honestly, like people don't even understand like why, like me personally, I don't even like. I used to sit in the front row and have my back to the door, and I stopped doing it ever since that the the mm. situation with that lady. You know, so now I sit up front where I can sit, like I look down and I can see what's going on. Mm. You know, because you you see so much from up there. You know, when you have your back turned, you're not really seeing anything. Mm. You know, so you know I do like agree with you. You know, when you say like somebody should have been there in the middle to intersect that. You know, but I just think like you know, I, to me, it's just like he just yeah he attacked it like real quick. You know, before the person even came in the frame, he started to like address the situation. It's like so. Yeah. Um. Instead of waiting for the um the people who were supposed to handle. The oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Sacrifice. The sacrifice. He did it himself. He did it himself. So it's like well, he, he didn't give. He didn't process. give. Yeah, he didn't wait. Yeah. So it's and that's the same point. thing with um with a guy. He didn't give his okay. people opportunity to do what they're supposed to. But also, um, how I look at it, regardless, yes, there's protocol to the pastor, but to the altar, it's supposed to be free. Okay, and there, I mean, honestly, the the way I look at it, okay, at first when the when the man was walking up. Mm-hmm. He asked the question, "Are you trying to take over the service?" Mm-hmm. Okay, the man not, the man answered him and said, "I, I just want to pray. pray. I just want to pray." Okay, now if there was a problem with praying, the preacher could have said, "Okay, right now is not the time for the prayer. Not not time is not the time for the altar call." If you need prayer, someone could go behind there and they could pray for you and assist you in a back room or somewhere or in the foyer or whatever they have. Whatever, and and this is what I mean. My point being is. Someone, a mother, an elder, someone could have noticed the need, the man's need for prayer and noticed the congregation's need to hear the word still and says, come here, let me take you off to the back. I'll come pray for you if you need prayer. The pastor doesn't need to pray for everyone. The, the man doesn't need to pray at the altar. He could go and he could find prayer somewhere else. And this is what I say. This is what I mean, where if you're not prepared for situations where, first of all, the usher is supposed to see this first and foremost. If the usher don't see it, if it missed the usher, yeah. then then some prayer warriors or some prophets need to see it too. Okay. Because they, they need to see the demonic attack that's going to come on the church. They need to see the, the enemy strategy before it hits. And that's why that, I mean, honestly, that's why we're supposed to be armor bearers or prophets one step ahead of the battle. We're supposed to know, hey, you're going to need your javelin. You're going to need your shield. You're going to need your, your breastplate. You're going to need all this and have it ready for the pastor. Have it ready for the for the for the champion to go out there, and if we don't go out before and don't see this, then we are not worthy. We're doing something wrong. We're not prepared. So how is he going to be prepared? He fighting for us. But my thing is, he should be Christ-like. Yeah, he if should we look be. Back in the day when Christ was on earth, yeah. Whenever anyone stepped to him for help, he never chased them away. No matter what he would no. do, he stopped to help. You're correct. So if he came for prior, he should have just, you know, prayed for him. Mm. If he realized, okay, he's possessed and he stepped up the way he did, mm. he should have prayed for him. You're correct. But I don't think that guy, me personally, I don't think the guy's possessed because he was calm. He's not. When somebody's possessed, you'll know. And they're not gonna be calm about the situation. He'll even like try to push through everything, just like the girl did. She tried to push through me and you to go to a puzzle. Yeah, but I and mean, that, you can tell there was a force coming right there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the man was humble about. He just said, "Listen, I just want grace." Which demon you gonna think said I want grace? <laughs> no, honestly, 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 what what you're saying is mm. correct. But once you find yourself in rebellion, mm. even against the the prophet that's there, right. if you can't subject your spirit to the prophet. 
and you're in rebellion, rebellion is as a swindle. Do, do you think that the prophet witchcraft. gave him a chance to submit himself to him? And 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 this is the thing that I'm trying to say. If if he knows that he's not supposed to just get up there and walk up there, and, and the what prophet just cuts him off, it's like, hey, wait a minute. That would be like, for instance, in the Bible, you have a, a story of Elisha, mm -hmm. and you got Naaman the leopard trying to come to his house, and he cut him off. He said, hey, you ain't got to come over here. Go and wash in the Jordan seven times. Yeah, seven times. And and he was mad. He was hot. Now he could have just he could have just rebelled into into a sin of witchcraft because rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. He could have just rebelled and not listened to the prophet. But once you could subject yourself unto the spirit of the prophet, whether the prophet be a principality or, or, or the spirit be a principality or a power, if you can't subject yourself, even unto the devil in the book of Jude, when, when Michael the archangel went to go get the body of Moses, he didn't bring any railing accusation against the devil himself. Nope. That's, and, and that's what we have to find ourselves because we have to find ourselves with no blood on our hands. Well, the devil stepped to him too. At the end of the day, we have to find ourselves with no blood on but our I, hands. But I've seen, I've seen like, I've seen situations, you know, and you know, I remember one of them that's like really fresh in my mind is when a sister took the mic and she was just walking around the church and then like, you know, the pastor was like, you know, let me get the mic. And she was like fighting the pastor like, no, I'm keeping the mic. That's a demon. That's being rebellious. That's a demon. You know what I mean? So, so if, 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 if I'm walking up there Clean is fresh. I'm like, man, you know what? I'm hearing this word. I just need to go to the altar and just to pray to God. I mean, to me, like, to me, the, the, the simplest thing was to do was to be like, listen, like, okay, what's going on, man? Everything all right? Hey, Pastor, I just want to pray. Exactly. And then somebody just be like, listen, can somebody go pray with him? Simple as that. Simple as that. But to, to carry on the way that he carried on, he was in his, he was in his, what do you want to say? He was flesh. He was in, he was in his, yes. his feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he acted way out of, Obviously, way out of context. he was a man of status and power, mm -hmm. so that's why he acted that way. Well, all, all I'm saying is, to me, we can sit here and say, obviously this and obviously that, but I don't know. And and this is the point I'm trying to say is, I, if I can't bring forth any railing accusation. How I look at I it. can't say. I can't say what the Holy Spirit was saying. Reason, reason why. Show us much where. Reason why I know the pastor's in the wrong. Whenever you're in the wrong, you never just want to be. Uh, you don't want to be um, in the wrong by yourself. You can always try to bring others with you. If you're in the right, you want to be in the right by yourself. If Think you're in the right, you don't it. you don't have to defend yourself because you're in the right. If if I'm in the right, because it will um it will um be shown in day. But when you know you're in the wrong, you're gonna drag everybody down with you. Perfect example, this election. <laughs> I mean, uh, with the president, the situation right now. When you're in the wrong, you're bringing down everybody. So um he the reason why I know the pastor was in the wrong, he started incorporating his own members. I can't, okay, me personally, I can't say I know the pastor was in the wrong. I can't say that. Maybe okay. he was, maybe he wasn't. I mm -hmm. can't say that. I can let my yay be yay and my nay be nay. I, I will be saying, I'm assuming, because like, I've- Well, you just said I know, now you said yeah. you're assuming, so- It's, it's my, my, my opinion. My opinion on the situation- That's what I'm saying. Is that- I could, I could what, go um, with what you're saying. Based of um, what I've seen, when a person is in the wrong, they're, they always want to bring- Somebody they don't want to be um in that hot seat by themselves. But Matt, when someone is in the right, they want to bring somebody with them in the right too. Okay. Same difference is what you're saying, but nobody wants to be by themselves whether they're in the wrong or in the right. So what I'm trying to say is you could say your point, but you can't negate what I'm trying to say to you. Mm. So this is what I'm trying to say to you. 
You could say your point that you know he was in the wrong, but you can't negate the point that I'm trying to make to you. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you have a scripture that says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So I cannot accuse anybody mm -hmm. without expecting accusation to come at me. Okay. Now, therefore, if it says the devil or Satan is the accuser of the brethren, then I don't accuse anybody. So I'm not Satan. I'm not the devil. Mm. Okay. Well, the pastor went on too much, so he elaborated too much, and he was, he, you know, he was, and then he was calling out the other church, um, church members. Mm. He didn't deal with the situation like a man of God, in my opinion. I mean, he could have done better. Mm. You know what I mean? And we don't know if the guy was a habitual offender because mm. you've had church here, and you've had, I've seen a couple people come through the doors. Mm. And, you know, they're they're kind of disruptive, mm. and but we keep we keep it nice and classy and we keep it going mm. but this guy he kind of the pastor kind of went on too much mm. you know what i mean it was too much it was like anybody was else el else in the, that want to go with him and mm. you know, that was that was a little bit abrasive he mm. should just the guy was already removed from the situation once the situation was diffused mm. she just let it go and just carry on with service like mm. real classy mm. but he was too much hey hands up anybody that want to be in here what's this an election why we run an election there was one guy you mm. know what i mean come on it wasn't that serious you know, that's my opinion. And then who knows if he was maybe driving his car listening to a scripture. Because mm. in Second Corinthians, it talks about, you know, Jesus saying, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm. What if he heard that and he was like, you know what, let me go to church and see if I can get some of that grace. So I just think the approach was totally off. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I mean, I, I, I think it's a very thin line. And like sometimes... The enemy comes so subtle. And sometimes when Jesus comes down, when the Holy Spirit comes down and sets that standard, mm -hmm. he has to throw over some tables. Mm -hmm. And he has to uproot and abrate some things sometimes. You see what I'm saying? There were, there were certain things that, that Jesus, he seen the subtlety of the people. He was like, okay, people come up to him and they're trying to condemn Jesus, the son of God, and say, here, here goes a, a, a piece of coin. You know, do you give tribute to silver or do you to Caesar or do you give tribute to you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And Jesus had to sit there and say, you, you know what? I'm gonna answer this question to you so subtly that I'm not gonna give you a yay or a nay, but I'm gonna let you know what it is. And he pushed it back to him. Answer it yourself. All right, let me ask one question. So you think the pastor acted right? Do I think the pastor acted right? I I honestly, for me. The reason I'm saying the way I'm not going to sit there and say he acted wrong or he acted right, but according to how I feel, mm -hmm. I probably would have acted in a different way. I'm not going to sit there and say that the man did wrong or right. I'm not going to accuse the man of anything. I can't. I'll go up there and accuse him of acting wrong and then I'll go out in, in, in my brother's face and act wrong tomorrow or act wrong the next word out of my mouth after I accuse him and say he acted wrong. How, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's that's why Jesus. So if one of your brothers acted like that, would you address it? Would you address them? Yeah, I would. I would. I would address. I would address them, and I would try and address them according to the Holy Spirit. And I'm not saying. I'm saying I would try. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I will. Or I'm not saying I won't. I'm saying I would try with what God has measured in me to do at that time. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything other than what it was. That's and, that. That's why I'm so very particular about the way I speak. Because I can sit here and say, I'm going to do the righteous thing. Bah! Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm very particular about how I speak. I'm very particular about accusing someone. That's why That's why I believe when Jesus says, if any one of us has, or who didn't sin, cast the first stone. 
So how are we going to sit there and say that pastor acted wrong when we acted wrong a million times and we're going to act wrong a million more times after him? I can't sit there and say that he did wrong. I can't. I'm not arguing that what he did was wrong. I'm, the way It's the way he did it. He could have dealt with the situation with a little bit more tact. Yeah, yeah I respect what you said. And as a Christian, I do respect that. sometimes we turn away um, angels mm -hmm. unawares because we feel as if we've made it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I just felt like it, the way he dealt with it was not... And that's for me. I understand. That's for me, there's a little bit, a little bit more class. I see people mm -hmm. come to the doors here. Mm -hmm. I don't see you rough them up or then take a vote. I see you deal with them like, 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 yeah, some, um, like a that. Some like people, a some people get roughed up, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some people got to get roughed up, man. It's, it's some people that come in here and I be like, man, look, I told you time and time again, man, you got to move in decency and in order. Yeah. And this is from dealing with them on many occasions. And this is dealing with them, and you know, I done gave you grace. Yeah, a couple of times, and you still coming back. You so you know just because I'm giving you grace, you gonna start abusing the grace now? Yeah. So do you think the guy in the video is a vitriol offender? I mean, he could have been. That's why I, said, I can't say. Yeah. The, 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 obviously, the pastor he was there, and he was like, "So what are you coming to do? Take over the service?" Now yeah. maybe he wasn't talking to the man, mm -hmm. but maybe he was talking to the spirit, to the spirit, to the spirit behind the man. Seven times spirits, mm -hmm. legions of spirits. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's, it's certain times that things came up to Jesus that weren't really men, but they were legions. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was a reason Jesus was flipping over tables. It was re reasons Jesus was taking out scourges and whipping through churches. It was reasons he was touching fig trees and cursing them. Mm. Makes sense. You know? I can't sit there and yeah. say. But you're just saying all kinds of judgment. Right. I tried not to. I'm all not right. going to sit there and say that. You never right. know when your day will come. Exactly. I tried <laughs> not to. I understand. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree I, with that. I think that's the only position that we yeah. can stand on because our ways are not God's ways. We're Like he says, our, the heavens is so far above the earth. So how am I going to sit here and look down from down here and judge upon something? Like mm. we, we need them Judases, man. We no. need them Judases. Yeah. We need them, but it's not for us to talk about them. True. It's for us to be like, you know what, Judas? I'm going to sit here and eat with you until the day I ain't going to eat with you. And that's it. We said something earlier um, before we started recording about how um, would you, are you going to be one of those who leave or are you going to be one of those who sit? Well, the reason I ask that because when, when he says, if anyone agrees with me, you know, put your hands up. And he was like, we gonna, we, we, I don't care if 98 of y'all or 98% of y'all leave or 90% of y'all leave. And he was like, we don't want y'all here if y'all like that. So the point being is, then he just already set the tone. If you don't put your hands up, then you got to kick rocks. You got to get up out of the congregation. You could have been going to that church for a million years. The, the pastor could have helped you with your house, your car, your marriage. Mm -hmm. Do you walk away from all that in that one instant? Just because what you believe is you don't really totally agree with him, do you walk away from all that in one instant, or do you stay right there and stick your guns? All right, I'll give you a um, perfect example in the Bible. God said to the rich man, "Cast, um, give up all your um, worldly treasures and follow." Your riches, give it to riches, the poor. Yeah, give it to the poor and follow me. Yeah, are you going to do it? What do you mean? If God said, of course. If God said, you 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 you, you asking me, okay. Now, if, if we want to go into the contents of the story that you're talking about, yeah, he said, good master, which good means perfect. Okay. And Jesus told him, 
Okay, follow the commandments if you want to mm-hmm. enter into heaven. That was the question. How do I enter into the kingdom of heaven? Mm-hmm. And he says, he says, you know the commandments. And pretty much the commandments boil down to two. Love God with all your heart, all your body, all your soul, and then mm-hmm. love your neighbor like your self. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I've been following all the commandments since, you know, I was young. So he says, okay. So he says, you're, you're okay. You're, you're on track. But if you want to be perfect, if you want to enter into the because you can only be perfect and enter into the kingdom. You can't mm-hmm. enter and not perfect. Mm-hmm. So he says, give away everything you've been doing to the poor. Everything you've been doing, all the loving of God you've been doing, all the loving of your neighbors you've been doing, all the fasting you've been doing, all the good accolades you've been doing for as, as old as you are, mm-hmm. count it as dumb. Give it away because mm-hmm. it's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Die to yourself and follow me. And the man couldn't do it because the man had been, he had too much, he had too much on his resume. Mm-hmm. He couldn't start again as a babe, as a new child, and just follow Christ and follow his example. If someone hit him, he wasn't going to turn the other cheek. It was too much things that he could not accept from Jesus. He couldn't eat the blood or drink the blood and eat the flesh. He had to walk away. Okay. He had a place to go. The disciples said, we have no place to go. We got to follow you because we want, we want to go to heaven with you. Mm-hmm. We ain't trying to stay down here below. And that was the decision that he made to walk away. You know, it's funny and weird. Like, Peter was with Christ. It was like, Peter was like Christ's dude. And Christ is like, listen, bro, I already know your heart. <laughs> when they come for me, you're going to deny me. Man. And Peter's like, man, you crazy. <laughs> I got you. And it wasn't the same thing Christ said, the same thing Peter did. How do you walk with somebody and you see all of that? The Bible says Peter shatter, shadow will heal people. And you walk with that and you see all that, bro. You still on that day, you're like, yeah. Nah, man, I don't know him. I'm straight. <laughs> I ain't never seen yeah, Desire before. for life is crazy, man. It is. Yes, it's, it's, it's true. When your back is against the wall, man, it's somebody like, yo, deny Christ so you take your life, you're going to be like, yeah, I don't know him. Because I was speaking with my mom, and she deals with um, all these different close to death people. And um, and she's telling me, like, most of these people, when they know they're close, it's like they can't sit still. Yeah, very restless. So it's like, mm-hmm. think about it. So it's the same situation. It's like, when is that time for death? Mm-hmm. Bro, you think you think if are you gonna um walk with a person who's gonna walk who's walking into death or you gonna well, find Peter another is, way to well, live? Peter is young though. You're talking about older people that probably on hospice. No, I'm talking. Hospice is not just for the old. It's for all ages. Yeah, but I'm just saying when, you're on, <laughs> when you reach to that level, you know it's, it's, you're gonna die. So of course you're kind of reckless and you wanna you wanna make it. You no, wanna no, make no, it. No, as, no, no, no. When death is imminent. Regardless yeah. of the age, they get very patient, get very restless, agitated. If somebody sit here, it's true. You, think about, think about right like, now. Yeah. You got two weeks to live. I know, but I'm just. But saying. Peter was in that predicament. Yeah, what but, you mean? but I remember he was chained. In, he was chained with um to the prison guards in the in the. In That's the, after. Yeah, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. Well, I mean, yeah, but, you got but people Peter was walking with. You got people that stand on their head in but prison. Peter was right there with the man. You know, all these but when they get on death row, it's different. But Peter was on death row. But what I'm trying to say is, you got people that is, that that'll be life. They'll do life in, in prison. Yeah, but and they'll be the hardest yeah. thing. But then when it come down to death row, today's your day. He go, what you want? Last meal? It's over with you right there. It's over with right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. because because you know in your head that you done. This is everything that you know, mm-hmm. and now you got to move on, and you don't know what's on that other side. So when you don't know what's on that other side, 
Yeah, you don't know what's going on with your face. That's very traumatic, man. I believe that. You know, I believe that's facts right there. Because I mean, I don't people, care people, what age you are. People up to this well, day, people up to this day, that's 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 living. They they're afraid to die. Yeah. Oh man, if you if 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 someone if someone right now come up to you and be like, look, man, kiss all this goodbye, and you gonna go meet your God or meet your next life, and if you ain't strong in who you meeting and what you meeting. Yeah, you're gonna be afraid. Like I, I seen, afraid. I seen, I seen. Scary listen, I seen a a video of a woman that got in a car accident, and I think she was the daughter of a, a pastor, or some you know. And she says in the car accident, you know, when she was flipped over and she came to it and she checked herself and everything was okay. In that moment, right then and there, she said, "I was not right to go on the other side. I was not right," and that spooked her. That really hit her to the very core where she was like, that's all she was thinking. I'm not, I wasn't right to go if I had died in this instant right here. So coming out of that, she's like, man, I'm I'm dying every I and crossing every T. Like I'm just gonna go over and above. And like she says, I'm, I might not make it, you know, according to what I'm trying to do, but she's like, I ain't gonna hold back anymore. Like I'm gonna try, 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 like the little engine that could, I'm a more than try because I knew at that very moment. And that's 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 very that's very like serious. If all of us right now, for real, for real, was in a life or death situation, mm-hmm. and the question comes down, are you do you think that you're gonna make it? If everyone it'll hit us like a ton of bricks, and every one of us will have a little bit of doubt. Every one of us will, will be like, like I'm gonna be honest, to me, it's like I'm gonna die. If it if it's a situation comes down to it, and I don't and I really don't. God might have a different um, path for me, wanting me to live, but if I don't see it, all right, I'll accept it. Yeah, but what, you, telling, what are you I'll talking telling, about? I'll be telling this guy every week you in church, bro. You stop telling these lies. Uh, okay, you think I'm lying? <laughs> you not like, what, we, what, what we trying to say? What we what we trying to say here is, if you're not ready, you are gonna hold on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you if you are ready, you'll let go. That's true. Yeah. What we're talking about. Well, it all depends on what. Peter was walking with him, man. He was walking with him. Peter was, yeah. Peter was more than walking. Even walking on water. Peter was on the inner court. Yeah, Peter was more than walking. I told you, that was 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 Jesus' boy. Yeah, so it was like. Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, the three of them. It was always with Christ. But at the same time, but it's. But also depends on what spirit is running you, too. Because I remember when I was in the world, somebody pulled a gun at me and he's like, yo, big Jack, I'm going to say, yo, kill me. It is what it is. Man, I was. You know what I mean? So I was dealing with aggression. And I would like, 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 I, I trail. I tell that man for two years. I was waiting for the right moment, but God bless him. But God. But God, you're right. Well, the God was looking out for you. Huh? God was looking out for you. Yo, I remember Apostle. I was so heated one day, and Apostle called me one time, and um, I was actually on the road driving too. And Apostle was like, "Listen, Dwayne, I just had a vision with you and gun and gunman or whatever. Whatever he's like, whatever you're gonna do, don't do it." And I turned my butt on went back home. Because God knows, man, when you when you when when you battle with some spirits out there in the world, man, and like, bro, don't don't. To me, like, I had the mentality, like, bro, it was do or die, man. Like, don't threaten my life and think you gonna walk around here like everything is all. I say Gucci, yeah, like it's all it's all beautiful, all bed and roses. Nah, we don't work that. Like, we don't roll like that. But at the end of the day, it could have been. But you know, like, I see a lot of people die like innocent like that, man. Like, people be nervous. Like, they'd be like, yo, man, I heard yeah. Donovan looking for you, bro. Yeah. And he'd be like, for real, what happened? Bro, what you mean, what happened? You threatened the man. Mm-hmm. And they might miss, they might just, they see Donovan and they think Donovan see him. And be like, Donovan be like, yo, what up? He'd be like, pop, pop. I'm like, oh, 
Just like that. It happens. It happens. Like just call that 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 nervous shooting. That's that fear shooting. Nah, but look at what I'm saying now. Now, for instance, Apostle, when he called you that day, he was already in the spirit and the prophetic. He was already prepared. So he was already like covering you. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say. That that's that's how we have to be. And this what we call warfare. Mm-hmm. And this yeah, what we call yeah. And, and this what we call. You could see sometimes some people like you be like, man, you ain't really ready. You talking like you talking, but you ain't really ready. So I'm gonna just have to like you know cover you and pray. I'm gonna just have to like lift you up. I'm gonna just have to encourage you. I'm gonna have to give you a word of encouragement because when you don't do that, and the person might think they ready. And they get into a, 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 a task or a fight that's too much going to overwhelm them. That's true. It's too late now. Nah. I got a question for, you, um, for y'all. I just want to hear your, your opinion on it. It's like God speaking to you directly now. It's like, I call you all for a purpose and I want you guys to step out. It, it might require you to move away from what you're comfortable with, but I want you to step out. How many of y'all are willing to just drop everything that you have now, all, career, whatever, and then just step out and do what God, um, God's telling you to do right now? Abraham in the Bible did it. So I'm like... I'm, yeah, but you just... So, it, the, 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 the answer that you're speaking but, depends but, on but, your but here's, but here's the thing, though. It's like, that's, that's, um, that's God whenever he's speaking. It's like... I understand that it's scary and it's some completely unknown, but God is calling you to a place like, all right, I want you to do certain things, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I, I'm going to need you. I want to put you in an uncomfortable situation. Now, you can either handle it like, and then just walk, or you can say, um, let me do that um, Jonah thing and then just go around. Go around. Let me so, ask you a question. Yeah. I throw that question back on you. How you feel being, um, being a PK? Me? I mean, now you're probably used to it, but how you felt seven years ago? Seven years ago? I didn't care, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's like, it's going to stop me from being me. No, I still don't really. No, now I, um, I look at things a little bit differently. Like certain actions that I take is like, all right. It's like, I, 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 because I, I, even though I try to hide away, people still viewing me. So it's like, after, so I can't just do any, anything like how I thought I could, because I've matured. But at the same time, I'm not going to let you, what you think of me cause me to change who I am. So what does I don't care mean? What I, what I mean by I don't care. It, it was just a title. Okay, it's but just, my, my point being I is just, my, my point being I is, never accepted it. Okay, my point my point being is, for instance, someone might look at you as a, a preacher's kid, right? And you say, I don't care that I'm a preacher's kid. So that means you are cool with being a preacher's kid. Or you didn't want to be a preacher's kid. What does I don't care mean? What I mean by that is don't define me by that title. Okay, so did you want to be a preacher's kid? I never wanted to. Okay, so you did care then. What do you mean by that? If I because you said I don't care, which means which means all right, all right. I guess I'm not getting it clear clear enough. For me, it wasn't when I said I don't care. Is like if 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 the situation caused for me, um, yes, I am a preacher's kid. 
Okay. But did you want to be a Lakers kid? I never wanted to. Okay, so you didn't like, care then. What? No. no, innocent. If if I, if you want me to do certain things, regardless if I care about it or not, I will do it. Okay. That doesn't stop me from um doing what is called on me. Mm-hmm. It's the same. I'm a pastor's kid. I don't care for the title, but I am a pastor's kid. It's not going to stop me from being myself. I will continue being myself. So you would have you would have rather been a preacher's kid than not to be a preacher's kid. <laughs> I would rather not have the title at all. So you would have rather not be a preacher's kid. I'd rather not have the title. If you at all. weren't a preacher's kid, you wouldn't have the title. Exactly. <laughs> so you you wouldn't you would you would have had a choice oh, if you think, had a choice think, not to be a preacher's either, kid. Because uh, I'm looking at it from Matthew point of view. All of us is on the same is in the same boat. To be honest with you, because we're connected to apostle. And we all just got to be careful of what we do. So we're all preachers, kids, then. Pretty yeah, much, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now the question is: so, so let's let's so the, we, we it, go, it makes you it makes you handle yourself a certain way. I'm not gonna. Here's That's the thing. what it is. I could do like how some um, preachers kid because they don't want it, they run away from it, and they just completely dis- disassociate themselves from the church. I'm not gonna do that. The church has been there when I'm going through my most. Certain things I don't talk about uh, when I've been going through my situations. I'm not. It's not similar to um, what you all went through, but my situation. God brought me through it, so it's like I can't run away from it. So yes, I might not want something, but it doesn't mean that I won't accept it. I respect what you're saying, but the point where you say I didn't care, like I I don't get that because 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 my point being is. All of us have feelings mm. and all of us, you know, we weren't, we, we, we didn't decide how we came into this world, but just because we don't have that decision of how we came into this world doesn't mean we have a decision or a choice when we get here. So I don't care. means almost like it's whatever. And that's what I disagree with. If, if, if you ask somebody a choice, what do you want to eat? And they'd be like, I don't care. Come on, man. You know, you want hamburger pizza. You know what you want. True. Say what say what's on your mind. But I think when he said he doesn't care, I mean, I think he's looking at it like it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter either way. And my point being, it does. But deep down, it, if you really get to the core of it, it does matter. Think about whether think you about do when, or you when, don't. When you, you, you I mean, it's more like a don't, then, right? I'm a guy. If if my dad never been a pastor, all right, you'd have been fine. If my dad became a pastor, you were fine. Because regardless, how I've always been raised is like, oh, okay, um, God's calling my parents to do certain things. Regardless of how I feel about it, um, I had a lot of friends in Jamaica. I was very content there, but God said, all right, I want you to move. I was not happy about that. I was extremely um, disappointed in that. I did not want to come here. But guess what? God called him for a reason and brought him to this country. Am I going to um, catch a fit? Like, oh, I want to go back. No. I'm going with my family. It's the same thing with um, anoint, um with the, yeah. Um, but calling. my point being is, you cared. In what? In what because sense? You didn't of, want to go. You wanted to stay, so you had a preference. That's his answer. Right. I understand what you. <laughs> I know. I understand what you say. I completely understand but, what you're saying. You know, what you're saying. You say when you ask somebody they want something to eat, you know, everyone has a choice. Everyone has a woman. What you want to eat? It doesn't matter. Anything. They just saying that. They <laughs> just right. saying they don't right. mean it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm telling you, get them a happy meal if you want to. Me, Let's see what they say. Me and my brother, when we're hungry, we're hungry. That's a what, man. But, but I, I get what you're saying. Don't but go there, man. Let me let me put it in my perspective. Do not go there. Because it's like 
When I say I don't care, yeah. as long as you put a plate of food. What if it's a small plate, bro, man? And you hungry? What if it's a small plate? What if I just give you something small, like sushi? Hey, yeah. you're willing to bless me with something. Thank you. Okay. You going okay, out so to that extra like, mile What if I be like, okay, I'll get you a small Thank plate you. of sushi and I got me a big plate of, 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 of like gold. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't judge you on that. Man, but you I'll be like, man, why you ain't thing. bring me that? I can't, I can't, I can't be ready. You bring me this little bit of I can't, I can't, I can't judge you for that. I got a question. But, you know, Evangelist Rita, why is it that when we ask women what they want to eat, we got to go around a whole mountain? Like we're the children of Israel. <laughs> Please don't give a. Um, we, we can name out everything that we're passing. Nah, I don't want that. Don't give that. Um, what's the word? Answer is like that political well, answer. Politically know? correct. We want you to surprise us. Don't ask us. Just take us. Not true. But still, I agree. I, with I, that. I, I agree with her. But no, he's saying yes. that. He's saying that if we're driving down the street mm-hmm. and he says, "Babe, what do you want to eat?" and Babe goes. I don't know. Yeah, it don't matter. I, it don't matter. But then you say, right, I'm going to stop at Taco Bell. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. You don't want burger. You don't want that salad. You don't want that. You don't want that. Mm. And then, so you like, uh-huh. It does matter. Like, I'm like, come on. Like, come on. Like, let me be real. So it does matter. You know, you you're trying to get in trouble, We want to make the suggestions. Yeah, we know that. Y'all do want to make a suggestion and everything. That's why God created man first. Because he want to be told what to be. Yeah, right. I want a man with hey. six abs. With six and back abs. You got to be buff. You got to have oh, shoulders man. strong. Man. Everybody hey. got to be over hey. six foot tall. Hey. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If, if, if someone says, if someone tells me, mm-hmm. okay, pick out whatever. And I pick it out. Don't say anything. Don't complain about it. Yeah. Because you just said you ain't care. That's so, true. Because so when like, I pick it out. It's, it's done. My wife said. My, my wife said to me. My wife said to me the other day. She said, "What do you want?" I said, "I want some Gucci size." Okay, now which one you want? Yeah, that's the tough part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm honest, like it's kind of tough. But when I figure out which one I want, I send it to you. So they make, they mess around and get you the um the bootleg Gucci slides, and you sit here like. I'll still wear it. Yeah, but then they get you the the, the most expensive ones. You yo, like, yo, you gotta realize oh, you know, there's some levels the to the arm um, bootleg. It's like you can't be like it's a le- sometimes it's a like it's a it's terrible. Other times <laughs> it's the same level. Other don't, times don't it's a little think, bit don't better. Think that's what the enemy does. I'm trying to bootleg everything that Christ did. So why would I want anything bootleg? That's what I'm mm. saying. I want something that's pure. I want something that's that that that's, that's that's for me. I don't want no fake nothing. Yeah, I don't believe in a fake. I don't believe in a fake Jesus. With fake blessings. Nah, yeah. nah, My nah. God is still alive. And now, as you say that, right? Mm. This is why I believe that on the outside we see things that are a form and a shadow of the real thing, but not the real thing. And that's why that's and and that's why I believe that nothing is just scheduled or the same way every time. You can't look at any situation and be like, I'm going to handle it like this. Because I handled it like this yesterday. I'm going to handle it like this today. And I'm going to handle it like that tomorrow. Everything is subject to switching. Everything is subject to changing. Everything is subject to the spirit coming in and moving like the wind. Mm. You don't know it. You don't know what direction. But you go when you, you hear the glory cloud going. If, if you hear the horn and it say time to move on. Move on, because if you don't move on and you, and you, and you get stuck, mm. then something's going to happen. Something bad going to happen. That's true. I agree with that. You know, and man, it's 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 just a thing. You know, when you're on the outside looking in, you know, you have to be really careful. 
know, but you know, I do reading the Bible where it says you wanna, you know, you talk to somebody, you wanna correct them, you correct them with love. You know, so I do believe in that a hundred percent. But um yeah. It's been awesome, man. It's been real, man. It's man, this hour just go by too fast. I think next year we need to kinda of let our time. Like uh, I want thirty, hour fifty. Negative. Um, <laughs> yeah, my final my final thought is just gonna be like what 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 I what I speak like um a lot of times we could sit there and we could say you know we feel this way or we feel that way but my point my part being about that is I I just don't be knowing you know I I could be yeah I could be speaking out of emotions I could be speaking out of feelings you know I don't know some sometimes you know the Lord just does some mysterious things you know so i just try not to accuse you know as much as i can and if i do forgive me lord if i do because all of us subconsciously we sin so obviously subconsciously that means we also praise worship and honor god too if you know so it, it just goes both ways man it's, it's just we have to be very delicate about where we are what line we're actually on you know we're supposed to be judges we're not supposed to be judges Everything is supposed to be decent and in order. Mm. And as long as, you know, as long as we stay following Christ, stay following Jesus, then we will follow him in decency and in order. So that's just my final thought. Mm. You're kind of contradictive, man. I'm trying to think. I mean, it could it. it could seem that way. It could seem that way, but it, it's really said, actually like, not. Yeah, it could yeah. seem that way, but it's not. I mean, it was times that, it was times that Jesus... Like, like for instance, when he, when he said my my father's house is a house of prayer, he turned, and he turned over the tables, yeah. like he was really doing that in love, but it didn't seem that way, because mm-hmm. what what happens is it corrects people mm-hmm. because it's like y'all know y'all messing up, but it's like ow, it's hurting. Well, just like the Bible says, open rebuke. Love is correction, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't like to get corrected because that's it hurts. What the Bible says, that's what Timothy But it's said. love because it's gonna straighten you out at the end of the yep. day. So it's maybe that approach. man. Yeah, so maybe right. that guy right there ain't gonna do that no more in the church. I don't know. Maybe he was out of line. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. That's just Rita. Well, my final thought tonight, my favorite quote is you treat people the way you want to be treated. <clears throat> so you don't treat the janitor any different than you treat the CEO. And as I always say, I don't see titles, I see people. Mm-hmm. So if that pastor saw a person, if he saw people, you would not have dealt with him that way. But I think he uses status and his power to disrespect and throw the man out of the church. And that's basically my thought. So you treat people how you want to be treated. Mm, definitely. Brother Leo. I think you should treat the guy with a little bit more respect. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. the guy came to him humble. Mm. He was very humble. Mm. He wasn't forceful. We've seen people come into church as forceful. You mm. guys have experienced it. Mm. So to me, he was. I think he overreacted. Mm. You know, and um, he, he he could have done better mm. as the as the head of the church. Mm. I've never seen my church that I go to that I like. Mm. KBI, the, the the man in charge, step out and act like that. He's always acting with grace mm. and and class and deal this this deal with the situation. You know, differently. He was mm-hmm. just kind of vulgar, no brought up, see. Mm-hmm. Mac like him, not a man has, you know what I mean? So, yeah, he, he, and then he wanted to do a vote after that. So I think, like, you know, the situation arises again, he needs to do better. Mm-hmm. My yes. personal opinion. But I was surprised the congregation stayed. I probably would have walked out. <laughs> Hilarious. Been saying that. I would have got my purse mm-hmm. and be like, peace out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't even grab no purse. I would just left. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. 
similar flocks. Um, how it goes, the um flocks they all fly together. Birds of a feather. That's my final thought. No, I'm just joking. But um, <laughs> just like the title um for tonight, Grace. If in order to um to really to really uh, adopt that doctrine in yourself, it's like you really have to. And I'm working on myself, so my flesh don't act uh, act up in situations. Because if regardless of this matter. If you were in the word, in the word as you you're supposed to be as a pastor, I feel like you will be able to handle that situation a little bit better. And it's like, and I strive and I strive for that daily because it's like I understand this type this world that we live in that it's a daily fight to um to keep your um your flesh under subjection and every day we um, keep on we keep on until we die. We're going to keep on fighting this fight. And I understand there are times when we're going to uh, fail. And there are times when we're going to fall flat on our faces and really embarrass ourselves and who who we strive to be with. But, again, grace. At the end of the day, um, grace is what keep, um, kept that pastor alive on that stage. Because, again, he's... How I looked at it and how I saw it, he put himself above his position. Mm. He put himself above um, what um, what God called him for. Mm. But it's like it's grace what kept him, and it's grace what um, is keeping us right now. So just remember, just keep yourself humble, base. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yep, and you know it's it's I, I believe in that one hundred percent. You know. Um, it's a song that um, Tasha Cobb sings that says, um, you know, grace loves me, adores me, watches over me, grace is for me, grace is what I deserve, and nothing that I've earned but daily grace saved me. You know, so when you think about the grace of God, when you think about the love of God, you know, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, so I do understand, you know, what everyone was saying tonight, you know, listen, they're not going to pass judgment. You know, they're not going to, you know, you know, say like, you know, crucify him or nothing like that. Because the Bible does says he without sin cast the first stone, you know, but, you know, I do believe it's how you handle situation as a leader, how you handle situation as a believer. You know, um, somebody, you know, this is just anything in life. It's just how you handle anything, any situation. You know, if you want to be you know, huffed up and puffed up about it, you know, then that's just what it is. That's just who you are to me, you know, but if you're going to be humble about it, you know, yes, um, Minister Oman said that, you know, Jesus flipped over the tables, you know, in love, you know, I do understand that, but then some people might look at it and say, yo, Jesus was in his feelings, you know, but we understand, you know, the difference, we understand the meaning behind it, but, and the Bible does says open rebuke, you know, is also something that we should do, but to, if somebody is like coming back, you could tell the spirit that's that's driving someone, you know. Just like if me and anyone here is having a disagreement, and I start to get, or anyone was starting to get huffed and puffed up, or it's starting to become on a different level, that's a different spirit that's driving us. But if you're driving, you know, if I'm getting into it, Matthew, Matthew's like, yo, like I'm good, like chill, you know, everything is good, I'm all right, you know, I accept it, and I'm still the aggressor, 
then what's the spirit that's driving me at that moment? You know, what's the spirit that's driving me as a leader? You know, as somebody that says, I preach the word of God. You know, and that's the thing that, you know, a lot of us is, is, is a lot of people is preaching all day, but they're just not living it. You know, and I see that a lot. You know, and I'm, I'm, that's one thing I ask the Lord every day to like, you know, if I'm going to say something, if I'm going to say something, if I'm going to preach it, you know, let me live it. You know, I don't want to be part of the statistics that's going around now. You know, I want to be 100% sold out for Christ. You know, when I fast, I don't fast for money. I don't fast for car. I don't fast for, I fast for my soul, you know, because I want my soul to make it to heaven. You know, I pray for everyone around me. I pray for everything, everyone that's attached to me. You know, but I also make sure I try to cover my soul 100% because you never know what you're going to face when you step out the doors. You never know how the enemy is going to hit you when you step out of them doors. So you got to always be ready and you always got to be prepared. I always say every downtime you have, use it as time to get yourself ready for the attack that's coming. You know, it's not for us to wait till the attack comes. Then we want to, you know, jump on it and get all over it and say, God, deal with this. Now, mm -hmm. every downtime that we have, we should be, listen, in the word, getting our, 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 our what's that band that people wear? What would Jesus do? No, it's not what would Jesus do? What would you do? Because Jesus lives inside of you, you know? So if Jesus lives inside of you and somebody's humbly coming to you and talking to you, it's not for you to be puffed up and to be in this enraged, you know? And, you know, that, that I mean, sorry to say it, but what I see, you know, is just what I pretty much believe. And that pastor spirit is just all over that church. And to me, everyone is welcome to come in the ministry. I don't care if they stink. I don't care if they're, 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 they're the lepers. I don't care what it is. They're allowed to come in any church because that's what the church is there for. You know, it's not for you to say you don't want those people in there. You know, I don't agree with that, you know, not not that one not, not one bit, but hey, that's just me. You know, I'm looking at it from a, a point of view where, you know, we should have that 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 love, like Jesus had that love. Jesus never turned nobody away. You know, he never said, Listen, depart from me, get away from me. Even when the lady would issue of blood, he said, Who touched me? Because he mm. felt the virtue left his body. So man, you know, it's 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 a hard road. You know, this is a hard road to travel, it's a mighty long way to go. But trust me, with Jesus, you'll be all right. You know, everything will be, you'll function, you know, but keep believing in him, keep trusting him. And, and you know, just understand that, you know, we got to just keep love. You know, just like the Bible says, somebody spike you one cheek, what do you do? Turn the other cheek. Mm -hmm. Are you going to do it? <laughs> that's the thing. You know, but that's you what the Bible know. says. You never know. You never it is know. tough, but it's something that we have to understand. If you want to, if you're going to read the word and preach the word, you got to live everything that the word says. You know, so you somebody, can't pick and choose. Yeah, you can't pick and choose, you know, Trust. what you're going to. Preach about what you're going to talk about, what you, you know, you can't do that. Yeah, the Bible said preach the word in season and out of season. Yeah, but what I'm really scared of is what I'm saying is, mm. if, as soon as you speak something, you just have, you going to get challenged. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's the thing I'm saying. If 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 if, if I say that somebody, somebody is supposed to handle themselves in the spirit of love and this and that, and, and you know, mm. man, I, as soon as I say that, mm. I might handle myself not in that spirit. But I heard before when you made a statement on this show, say, listen, like, you know, you were talking to one of your brothers and they wanted to attack you and you were still like, you were still in love. Yeah. Okay, but imagine if you had, if you had flipped now and then you had to be the aggressor with their aggressor, then you understand what would have happened at that point. Yeah, it but- It would have been on and it would have been on. And what I'm saying but is just- But there's somebody, just, I'm just showing like the, the concept, like the man was humble, you know, and the pastor was the aggressor. And that's pretty much like how I look at it. You know, like the pastor was just aggressive over the man, like throw this bozer out of here. Yeah. No, you don't treat people like that. You know what I mean? The man was still humble. He's like, listen, can you give me some grace? It was mm -hmm. humble. You know, I didn't, I didn't see no aggressive spirit coming from it. So it's just like, if somebody coming after us and we're sitting there humble, like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm just here in love. I'm here in peace. Like, you know, you want to still be the aggressor, then go ahead. You know, but. And I think that's what, that's what you say when Jesus, when the legions came and he was like, like, let me, let me, you came to torture me? When legions came up to him, 
But the leech just ran to Jesus. Okay. And Jesus didn't even flinch. He didn't do nothing. He ran to my body and said, why do you torture me? Why do you torment me? So at the same time, they handled their self. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that, that's that's the whole point I'm trying to say is, my, my point trying to be is, if, if, if not, I speak as like, I'm not going to be the, or, or, or talk about the aggressor. Mm. I mean, I'm going to be challenged to be the aggressor as soon as I say that. And then you got to, you got to, you got to. For the rest of your life. But you got to, you got to conduct yourself in that manner. Just but like I just, it's like, easy just, to just, say. Just, it's easy to say, but just like I just said to Matthew, is he okay being with a PK? Because we're all pastor's kids. And all of and, us is not going to act a certain way because you know what? They're not going to say, oh, minister of mine. They're going to mm-hmm. say, no, Pastor Nelson, mm-hmm. KBI. You know, they, that's 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 yeah. what they're going to say. Yeah. You know, they're not going to say, oh, minister of mine did this or minister Hayden did this or whatever. They're going to say. That's they, the scary part. That is the scary part. The scary part is we all sit here and we can sit there and say we know the spirit of God and we know the spirit, but we'll always act 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 outside of the spirit of God. We will we always differently. Do it. Yep. Like just like Peter, just like y'all talked about before. Peter knew mm-hmm. the spirit of Jesus. And and Jesus looked at him and says, Satan, get thee behind me. Oh, yeah. When he was, yeah. He, had, he rebuked him he right rebuked after he right blessed there. him. Right after yeah. he blessed him. So, and this is what I'm trying to say. That's why I'm so particular about what I say and about how I think and about what I put out because it's coming back to everyone that says that. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather say nothing. But you're going to be tested, so what bro. Comes back so if to you me. want to say nothing, then don't say nothing. But. You're gonna you're gonna have to say stuff. You're gonna have to minister the word. You're gonna have to do something because it's gonna come back to you regardless. How much times did Jesus judge? He let people judge themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Let people judge themselves. Let, let legion the Holy let, condemn them. Let, yeah. let legion. If legion want to get t- taken out of the atmosphere, mm-hmm. let legion take himself out. Mm-hmm. Jesus ain't have to do it. Awesome. But yeah, it's been awesome. It's been real. Don't forget, we only got five days left. To enroll in Obamacare, you could call Brother Leo at 786-315-3061. It's only five. Is that five business days? Yes, five um, five days. Not Just five days? Five so days weekend count? Um, yeah, the weekend's count. Okay. Matter so of fact, it ends uh, December 15th. 15th. Yeah. 15th. This, so. this Sunday. Wow. Yeah, so you only have five days left, you know, to enroll in Obamacare. If you're interested, you know, you can give Brother Leo a call at 786 786- 315-3061. That's 786-315-3061. And don't forget to hop on over to our YouTube page. This is just a conversation. Don't forget to subscribe. Also, show love. Give love in this season. This is an awesome season to give love. It's the season of giving. I think you talking about giving. Aren't we doing like a potluck? I don't know about that. All right. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking when about. You lost me right The ladies on there. All right. That's the ladies' department. It's been awesome. It's been real. You know, so see y'all next Tuesday. It's been just a conversation where we say hashtag talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>